Hello and welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is Gonzo. And this is Steve. How's it going, Steve? You know what? Really good. Hey. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's been a great weekend. You know, my, my shoes still fit. My pants still fit. You know, I, I didn't grow turning 36. <laughs> but uh, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. Um, we had a big party at your house last night. It was really fun. And you guys stayed late. We were just trading back and forth, singing karaoke. I love that. <laughs> I, know, I, was like, I was at church today in war council, and I was like conducting. And then, like after two minutes of talking, my voice just stopped. <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. I promise, I'm not sick. I was just singing karaoke for three hours last night. <laughs> it's like I was singing the darkness, and you have to like falsetto it. So, <laughs> like this guy's kid, Cody's kid, told me like you're just screaming, and it sounds bad. <laughs> You don't know good music if it slapped you in the face. At least it was a kid. It wasn't like Bonnie telling me that I'm just screaming and sound bad. (laughs) That's a good point. I'm just singing from the heart. Sorry. The kids don't lie. (laughs) But uh, no, it's been good. I I smoked some ribs and I took some pictures that looked really good. And then we left late and I burned them and that was really sad. So next time I learned, take them out on time. And it's way better to reheat good ribs instead of like overcooking them and making them bad. Bad mistake. The other sets of ribs were still delicious. Yeah, but like it was hot. just yeah. Some one set was dry, the other ones were still like amazing. Because like those, I wrapped them up with like butter and brown sugar and some hot honey that had like some peppers in it. Those were really good. Nice. We'll do it again. So good birthday. Is I couldn't have asked for a better birthday. All right, I wanted. I want to do a cookout and invite like any lizard, if any uh, listener that wants to come. I think yeah, we and do. also sing karaoke. A big cookout. I will. I think I'll smoke like a big, huge thing of pork. Like I don't know. A Anybody wants butt or shoulder? Huge, the biggest butt you've ever seen. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get some sausages to yeah. In your mouth hey, I still got some Jerome's left. So we also like. I did some burgers and some Jerome sausages. That's like, I bring to any barbecue, I'll just bring some drones. <laughs> so good. Um, so I I saw uh, Maya Mabe at the jazz game. So I went with my oldest, Amelia. And it was like, it must have been take your daughter to like a jazz game or take your child to the jazz game. Because <laughs> uh, Ryan Goldman was there with his kid. And I saw Maya with uh, his oldest daughter. That's awesome. like Yeah. And I just did the thing that I do where I like, Point at someone that I recognize. I'm like, I know you. Did they point back? And told yeah, you yeah. No, he was like, yeah, I know you. Did you pull up Brady Levitt? No, he didn't. No, a Dan Hansen. Oh, a Dan Hansen. Where he just like, just pretend he doesn't see me. I would love to run into you somewhere, like unexpected. Just give you a big kiss on the lips. <laughs> I'll take it. That's good. So, Steve, uh, who do we got today? We are talking to Merritt Reed. My neighbor. <laughs> Cody's neighbor. Yeah. Cody's, Cody and, and him are living the dream. You know, can phones from their windows. I, that's what I imagine. They're just like, out the windows like, Merritt, Merritt, I had a bad dream. <laughs> it's okay, I need you? to talk about it. <laughs> no, I... It was, uh, we reached out, or I guess he reached out, like, right after Cody's episode and was like, hey, I want to be on. And I was like, I mean, how, whatever he put out, it was like months ago. Yeah. And so the big day has finally come. And, and he's coming over. 
And he's coming over, which would be great. I love in person. I think what's extra exciting is this is going to be like our one year anniversary episode. This is our one year podcast. We've been doing the podcast for one year. So there's 50, 50 like legit episodes and then like a handful Four of bonus, bonus episodes. episodes. One episode of Digging Deep with Steven Gonzo. Yeah. So if, uh, if anyone started right now, they would be able to listen to one podcast a week and have a full year of podcasts. Yeah. But just binge them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen to all of them in a week. <laughs> so I'm excited. So uh, here's our conversation with Merritt. We're here with Merritt Reed. Merritt, welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy you came Like, came to my house. It's like You so invited me to Yes, of course. I felt pretty pretty special. I think you've had others, right? Yeah. In person, but... All the best ones. <laughs> I was like, yes, not over Zoom. I gotta give you guys hugs at the door. You brought us this ginger beer. Gonzo's favorite beverage. Like, I love it. Absolute <laughs> favorite. I love it the way it burns down your throat. <laughs> it burns going in and going out. <laughs> burns so good. Okay. Extra kind of love there. I'll have to try it. I'm excited to hear your, try your, uh, your review. I don't drink soda ever, so I'm sure it will. He, Steve said he's going to make an exception. So. Just for you. Yeah. This is a big deal. Big deal. I'm excited he's to see what totally happens. Kind of sad, though. He's going to fall off, like, or fall off the wagon. Tomorrow he's got like a 64 ounce big gold, like just <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Just, like, you Look see what's happening. Oh, going to be like 40 pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel bad, though, knowing that. Steve rotting. You, you save it for like a special occasion, and this might taste like horse piss or something. <laughs> it probably will. but And you're going to waste it on the, on this moment. Oh, that's how much I appreciate you coming it here. It does say a lot. Yeah. But you might love it. You might be like, where'd you get it? So expect to text it. Let me know. Yeah. Well, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, catch us up. Like, how are things going? Where are you living? What have you been up to the last several years? I live eight minutes away from Gonzo. Just barely found that out. And like before I moved, because I I, we just built a home, uh, moved in December. But before that, I think I probably lived like three minutes from Gonzo. And never, never acted on it. So, I, I know I saw you at, at Cornbelly at Cornbellies, and I did this. That's <laughs> my go-to move when I know when I see someone I know. I just, just started pointing. I'll just point right at him, like a point stance. Yeah, I think I saw like, like the angry like, from Family Guy. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like five or six years ago. Like, and I'm I'm sure you have not. I think you acknowledged it. But you were with They're your kids and like Man. chasing some kids around a little bit. I was like, probably chasing <laughs> see you. Yeah. Just point at people. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot that's happened. I think this is great, though. I'm glad that you guys are putting this together. This has been awesome. I have tons of podcasts to get caught up on, but this is a really cool idea. And this all came from like a dream that you had. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like to think it was more of a vision. <laughs> no, heavenly. Inspired. Yeah. No, it, it, but it, it's been something that I've been thinking about. And over COVID, just feeling isolated, feeling like disconnected from people. So just an, an excuse to reach out, to say sorry for being stupid to the people I've been stupid with. That's why I'm so like, excited to be here. <laughs> I have so many people to apologize to. <laughs> and then to like... I had felt that I had changed a lot and I wanted, and then I was just made me think like, I bet people have changed too, you know, and I just wanted to hear about it. What people have learned, you know, how they've changed over the, the 20 years since high school or whatever. You guys have had 
a lot of cool stories on here. Like even the ones that I've like been able to listen to. You have some it's just I don't know, our our graduating class is pretty awesome. Like there's a lot of a lot of cool stories. And you know, getting people get I mean gets pretty deep on some of them too. Yeah, and that's been really nice because it's nice when people have been willing to like be real, like share like their thoughts, their feelings. It's been really nice because it feels like we're having a real conversation, which, you know, you hardly ever have. Yeah. And so, like, even, like, I don't know, it's funny with, like, our class reunions and stuff. And at first, I remember, like, five years, like, I think Facebook was kind of, like, big then. I was like, well, kind of friends with everyone that I want to see anyways, and I'm not too interested. And as more time's gone by, it's been like, well, I kind of wonder about some people. But honestly, it's like, since you guys have been doing this, it's made me be like, when's the next reunion? Like, I really want to go and just say hi to a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a long time. Me too. I'm thinking 20-year reunions is going to be one big hug. Everybody's just going to like... Everyone's going to watch a giant full of ginger beer. Everybody's going to on me! Yes. I think, like, and that was totally not an intention of what we were trying to do, but I think it's turned into that, like, a lot of icebreakers and just like, hey, man. And it's interesting because a lot of people have had these, like, some people have had some really big hard experiences and other people it's like I haven't had anything like that happen to me but what's been cool is I think everybody whether you have a you know things that were really hard or things that were not people have a story to tell and I think that's what's been really fun it's like everybody's story is different but it shows like we're all we're all human so we're all going on this journey together and we don't I don't know I just wouldn't want people to think Oh, Steve Roush, and then like, all they think is like the seventeen-year-old version of me. Because like Gon says, like I'm not, I'm a little different than I was when I was oh, seventeen. Shoot, I would, yeah, I'd be super sad if that's the. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Mary Reed, all I can think is that story of him falling on his face. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that's why I gotta be here. I gotta answer some of his uh, follow-ups. <laughs> and it's a dental story, so I hope that piques your interest. Hundred percent. You have my full attention. Yeah. So. Uh, backflips off of everything back then. Like, it was fun. Like, we had done backflips forever. I remember we spent, like, a whole lunchtime, Gonzo, me, and Gus, just doing backflips, like, the entire lunchtime. And we're trying to do, like, 180 backflips and stuff. And so, yeah, we would, like, like, try to take it up a notch, do it off of cars, and we'd get, like, free food and stuff by doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, you were my inspiration. Because, like, <laughs> sophomore year, you could do it. It's like, backflip was the coolest thing ever. And then, yeah, Gus and I spent a whole summer just, like, trying to force ourselves to learn. Got it. Yeah, and then, then once we got, like, first day of school, we are like, showing it off. And, like, <laughs> hey, we can do it, too. It's so <laughs> fun. And uh, you had, like, that sweet eight-pack. I was in shape. It's totally not the same anymore. That is something, like, a question that I, <laughs> that I had for you. Like, even... Here, let me show you. Even <laughs> Bryson, like shared a, a video of you like during the Mr. Jordan and I'm like looking at that video I'm like and Merritt was cut out of marble like this dude is like looking so oh how the times have changed and then, so then I'm I'm also wondering because I'm I wasn't like Merritt in shape in high school but I was like a pretty fit guy but then I was like wondering I wonder like how now as an adult like in his mid-30s not being in shape has that like oh, made you feel like worse about yourself than <laughs> than like is it hard because oh yes because like yeah I see myself getting pudgy and I'm like ah shoot like I don't know I mean, it, it makes me feel bad so I don't know I, I was that you is know, something totally. I wanted to ask so about. even more so like so I got home from my mission <laughs> at like one thirty one 
like super skinny. I got sick a bunch uh, in Peru. So I got home super skinny. Then I gained probably like, I don't know, 30 pounds. It kind of fluctuated. Then I got married. Then I started getting like the marriage weight a little bit. And then my first kid, I gained 40 pounds with my wife. Like, it was it was so bad that like even like the people um, that I taught in Peru would like write messages to me like it looks like you ate elder reed. <laughs> like, it was like where do you go? Like there's two of me. I don't know. It's even I've had times where like I've been trying to like inspire myself to get you know back into shape. I, there's no way we get back in my high school like days. But yeah, of course. I even like have a picture of like me you know when I was in shape that I framed and gave to my wife for Christmas. Like coming soon. <laughs> this was in 2014. <laughs> Right. And like soon as relative. <laughs> Coming soon within the next twenty years. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's funny because so we just laugh at it and like she won't let me like think back or hide or anything. Like just like has it sitting up just to remind me that I failed her. <laughs> oh, but I have to get back to the teeth story. So yeah, doing backflips off everything. The brilliant idea was like, hey, let's do it off a motorcycle. Like this will be cool. Well, the handlebars turned, and I didn't even think about that. So it took, like, my jump away completely. I basically did a back dive to my face. <laughs> it was my nose. I hit my nose, and, like, the I hit, like, right here, like, the entire root of the tooth popped out. Like, I kind of blacked out a little bit, and I was on my stomach, and I could see, like, a little pool of blood and stuff, and I kind of came back. And, like, um, like Lisa Harris and Cody and um, Aaron Jensen were there and they were kind of like, I just see their faces from like my stomach and I knew like something. <laughs> I see this white thing in front of me on the ground and I'm just like, what is that? Right? Like it looked almost like a shark tooth because it was the root it was so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? And then like, yeah, then everything kind of like clicked and that tooth was out. The other one, like chipped a couple others. And I think I was just in shock. I think Cody talked about it a little bit, but like eventually my mom came to pick me up and I was like, it looked funny, man. Like I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> and I was like hiking up my pants and I'm like, I'm a hillbilly. And she got so pissed. <laughs> Our dentist um, was like a family friend though. And he like canceled the fishing trip. I felt bad so that he could help me out. But like, I had taken him out. Like the other one was like so wiggly that it just came out. So I put him in milk. I don't remember what I heard. I swear it's on like a Bill Nye or something. Like <laughs> put it in milk. Do that. That's a good idea. He said it was good. But then I got in there and like, I swear, like, I think it came up. I think he put him in backwards. I, he, when I brought it up to him later, he was like, no, no, like, no, there's no way I would have done that. Just like, I canceled my fishing trip. Just be happy you got two teeth. <laughs> and then eventually like, I've got like, a, like implant and stuff. So it didn't matter. But like, I, at one point I was like, I swear they're in backwards. And he never confirmed it. Never admit it. But. Yeah, like I look at my teeth all the time. I I know they don't look the same. <laughs> it was a decision that like been with me forever, though, right? Like because I had like two crowns for a while, and then I got married, and like right before the wedding, um, one of them started like kind of wiggling a little, and so I was like, "Well, it's been a while, probably the glue or something." So I go in, and he's like, "It looks like there might be a cavity or something behind it, but I don't want to touch it till your wedding." Like, so go come back around your moon, and then we'll check it out. So then we go. Come back from the honeymoon. I go in, and he's like, "All right, let's pull the cap off and take a look at it." And he's like wiggling it, and then it, I hear a snap, Duh. and he goes, "Oh no!" Right? And I'm just like, oh, "Wow!" Like that's like you don't want to hear that say that. And uh, yeah, I go back home to my wife like without a tooth. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I was like in, like it was surgery. It was like pretty quick. 
they like had to use like cadaver bone because they had like a bunch of like that had like been crumbled out when I hit and so it's been like I like way after like it happened like because it happened in like ninth grade so like still struggling <laughs> with it all because of those awesome decisions <laughs> worth it I feel like somehow this is Cody's fault <laughs> yeah it's Cody's fault <laughs> so Mary you don't dare me to do stuff <laughs> of course I'm gonna do it. Tell us, yeah, tell us about who you were in high school. Tell us about Merit. I want to ask you guys who you thought I was in high school. And, I mean, I'll tell you that... This is where I can get, like, to my apologize. No, that I honestly <laughs> thought, like, you were the happiest person I, I've ever known. Like, he's like, Merit's always funny, always up to do, like, like, anything crazy or anything. Like, I just thought, it's like, oh, this kid is hilarious. Obviously, he's cut out of marble. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's just the funnest, like, funny kid. Like, I I just thought, like, you did, like, radiate joy to me. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I think about when I remember, when I think back at you. It's like, obviously, yeah, like, kicking butt as a male cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, we're gonna, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, those are, that's how I remember you. Yeah. I just remember you were like, kind of like on the set, always doing something funny. Like, I just remember you being with Cody, being with Kenny. Like, I, it was always like, I would want to hang out with those guys and I never hung out with you. I don't think even like one time. But like, you guys always seemed like you were just having the time of your life. Like, nothing was serious. Everything was like. Like, for example, like the, that motorcycle story. If that happened to me and I hit my face and like, Steve would have come up and was like, I'll help you out. And I'll just push him like, don't touch me. Like, <laughs> like, you know, just like, I just can't imagine myself being hit in the face, being instantly mad. Just like, I'm going home. You know, like, but you're talking about like your mom's come up and you're making jokes at it. You're like, hey, your mom, I'm a hillbilly. You know, it's just like, I would have just been like, instantly like upset or like depressed, you know, about it. That is. So I wanted to ask, like, with how do you see yourself? But then also, if that's the truth, if like you're inside, outside, like where are you finding that positive attitude? You know, like of something like something bad happens, you're turning it around and like you know making lemonade out of lemons, I guess you know too. But it, does that make sense? Kind yeah. of I'm, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad that's kind of what you guys have got because I think like well, um, like going back to at least middle school, like I was a total punk, like. I was constantly in trouble and this is where I feel bad, right? Where like looking back regret and stuff where it's like, I did like to make a joke and, you know, have a good time, but sometimes it was at other people's expense for sure. And like looking back on that way, like, felt bad. And like, I was in trouble a lot in middle school and I actually like almost didn't even get a high school experience. So there was like this last straw. So I actually had like ninth grade year. I had to go to, um, the vice principal's office weekly with my parents. It was like a scheduled thing happened every Friday and it was just to review my, like, I guess my citizenship, like, or like my, my behavior for the week for like the year. Like it was that bad. I'm looking back. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Mr. Ben was it like was Mr. Don? <clears throat> was it being disruptive during class or were you like doing anything like, yes, bad. it was like all the above. I was like yeah, not being in the right class leash. and causing stuff. Like I think I slept a class and I threw a snowball at a substitute teacher in class. Right. It was like that kind of crap that was just like constantly catching up to me. And so 
I actually had gotten interviewed by the principal of Valley. And it was like, we're done. Like, this is where you're going to go. Like, we're going to check out your options, you know. And um, thank goodness I actually had good grades because that was the only thing that kept me. They were like, we, you know, got behavior problems, but his grades are at least good. We don't think it'd be good to get him out of, you know, the public school system, like the regular system. There was even another program called the JAMS program where I was going to go like Mount Jordan. And it was basically in school suspension for my high school like career. Hmm. And I was like, that's when I really was like, so did Valley say, no, his grades are good. Or did, did Eastmont say like, no, his grades are, they like came together. And I think they like put the fear in me of like, I'd really like cross the line. Like there was a point where they actually were, they said I was expelled, right? Like I was done. I was out and these were my options. And so I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like what have I done? So then I started to chill out a bit. And there's also been kind of like, I think finding some good friends. I I think like I've been surrounded by a lot of good friends. So I did want to like thank them. Right. Like, like you guys mentioned some like Kenny Jones, Sam Smith and Cody. There was a basically like the, the eighth ward Bryson Shreve for sure. Bryson and I were in the same ward growing up and there was a lot of good people that knew my past and were okay with it. And were pretty like, you know, good at fellowshipping and and welcoming in. So I kind of chilled out. I don't know how, I would say I'd say positive. It's probably like some insecurities for sure, right? Like I felt like everyone had like a nicer home than me. I was always hanging out at other people's houses instead, right? And maybe as like a defense mechanism to try and find like humor and everything instead of like letting people see it get to you. And just like that kind of thing. So probably some of it is I always like to have a good time. Like my grades didn't do so well. Like high school, it like made the switch where I got better behavior. My grades went down. <laughs> like I actually almost didn't walk at graduation. It was like two weeks before that they gave me like the thumbs up because <laughs> I had to pass like a summer school packet um, for, it was a math class. It was terrible math. They do not live up to the stereotype. Asian <laughs> that's way bad at math. Like I even had Bryson help me one year with my like summer school. Because it was like all these packet things at home. And Bryson's like a genius. And I was like, help me out, you know? And he did all my packets and like helped me. <laughs> and I paid him with my Xbox. Like, I let him use my Xbox like the entire summer. <laughs> it was great. It was such a good trade. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a very good trade. And so now I don't know math. <laughs> Has it hurt you in life? <laughs> no, because I don't use math or anything. So it's okay. And you got a calculator in your pocket. Exactly. You go. <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand that. Wrong. Where it's like you can't use a calculator like you're not going to be able to use one in real life. Come on. Psh. But you're like so a... You've never I'm an accountant. You've yeah. never needed the quadratic formula. Uh, but I will use a calculator all the time. My The <laughs> owner of the company that I work for, he's like 75. but And he can do math in his head faster than I can. And it's like... And I'm pretty fast. Like, I'm okay, like, at math. But he'll, like, beat me, like... I think I beat him sometimes now, because he's getting older. But, like... <laughs> he would, like, nine times out of ten, like, come up with a percentage that we were trying to figure out faster than I could. Like, to the second decimal point or something. It's, like, crazy. I always, like, pull out my phone. Jeez, like, to the decimal point. Yeah. That's just crazy. But that's old school, like, people went to school without calculators, so he can, like, just do math really fast. What a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, I hope he rubs it in. 
It's like I mean, you know, he never he never rubs it in. Do you rightly rub it in back then? When I when I win, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you see that? <laughs> Where's the abacus, old man? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't use math, so it's no big deal. Nope. I I actually was an accounting and finance major, and then I didn't really like doing all that, so I made the switch to uh, information systems. Which is pretty close. It's like a good field to be in. It's like always it's been in good. Yeah, there's a lot of like tech stuff for sure. So that's fun. Switching that. Was there something like? So you talk about how you had like this switch from middle school to high school. Was it just that experience of almost having to go to Valley, or was there like an experience that there actually a, caused the change? There's a few ones that were like those breaking moments. So one of them was, um, I was with Bryson and Sam and we went to like Alta Canyon and we were swimming and there was like a backboard like pool, you know, had a basketball by the pool and, um, had a crack in it, the backboard. It wasn't that big, but we kept trying to make it bigger. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause why not? Yeah. So we weren't shooting at it. We were throwing the ball as hard as we could try and make it bigger. And eventually like we got in trouble and they had called the cops. Like it got in like you know, big deal. And we, I, I came up with this fun scheme of like, well, let's make up names. Right. And we'll make everyone's name like linked together. And it'll be so funny. And we did it and it wasn't funny. And then they have like, they wanted our phone number and they're going to call um, our parents. And I remember the lady being like, so we call your mom now. I'm like, well, you're going to need a new piece of paper then. So I had to give her like the real information. And then she was like done. So that's how the cops got involved. But it was like that moment of my mom had seen like just how much of like a challenge I had been constantly and like that disappointment from her where it's like, I thought we were kind of getting through this. Right. And then here we go again, like right before like going into high school is that summer actually going to Jordan that like that had happened. So now it's like, Oh gosh, like my parents had given up at some point, like they were pretty, pretty like strict. And then it made me push like farther and farther away. And then I saw them break. Like it was just like, are you, how many siblings do you have? I have a younger sister and she's three years younger. And so she was actually like worried coming in behind me because there's a lot of people like teachers. Would be yeah. Like, is she a rule follower? <laughs> like, yeah, she was like the opposite. Did all of her did teachers well. hate her because of you? No, but I think they were like cautious of just like, you know, maybe this is something that's in the home. Hopefully it's not like part two. Yeah. But, um, I think like a couple of those moments of just like totally devastating my parents and being like, uh, should probably not be so, you know, so bad. So I think those things like help change mm-hmm. a bit. And then I think just like developing, right? Like you start to get a little more empathy and stuff. I mean, I've still changed like till now. Like I thought I was pretty like, oh, I'm not super sensitive, but I've got three daughters now. And I'll tell you, that totally makes you more sensitive. Forces you. <laughs> just like when you see them playing together, you start crying. Yeah. Oh, man. I cry so many times now. Like the movie Coco. There's certain movies like I can't watch. I just cry every time. <laughs> I like, honestly, we'll have it playing in the van in the DVD. I, I will cry just listening to it. <laughs> right? I don't have to watch it. I just like know the scene. I'm like, <clears throat> yep. It's getting real dusty. <laughs> yeah. Van. <laughs> that guy just cut me off. <laughs> yeah. How old are your daughters? Daughters are. So I have Emery, who is ten. I have 
Hazel, who is seven, and Afton, who's four. No, that's and, three years apart. Yeah, that's been fun. All right, so let me kind of recap, though, because you, you're talking about having a hard time or, like, getting into trouble quite a bit. But I still want to, like, get how... And you asked us how we saw you, mm-hmm. but what did you think of yourself? Like, who, when you thought back then, it's like, who is Merritt? Like, who were you? Yeah, I definitely liked to play, like, way more than school. Um, I wasn't great at school, and I think that's probably one of the, one of the things of, like, well, I'll distract people that I'm not good at school with being funny, right? Trying to make up for that, so probably being inadequate with, like, actually getting good grades, um, school didn't come easy for me. Like everyone else seemed smarter and tried. I mean, I didn't try either. Like I never did homework and stuff. And like, I always found opportunities to slough. Like I'd be sloughing with someone and then coming into school and someone else be coming out and they'd be like, let's go. And I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> right. Like, so I just, I never took it seriously. I don't think it was till like, <laughs> I feel like the end of like senior year where I was like, oh crap, people are going to start going to college and stuff. Like I didn't even honestly see myself ever going to college. Like, I, was just, I don't know why I didn't plan on it. Hmm. And so, I don't know, I think that that was another thing. I wasn't great at school and almost didn't even, like, walk with, with my class. So Did you feel like, so you you said you liked to, you liked to goof off and be around people, but you it, it wasn't to the point that you felt like you had to be the goof off? You know, like, kind of cover up, like, oh, I kind of don't like or get, like, a lot of the school stuff. Like, I'm just going to have fun. Mm, no, I just like goofing off. Um, I think I've just grown up that way. Bryson kind of called it out. Like we used to make like home videos all the time, like our own like version of like Saturday Night Live. We just come up with stupid skits like all the time, and just always were goofing off. So I feel like that. Any I mean, still now, like I look for opportunities to to goof off. That's funny. So tell us about like. Yeah, who you are now. What's what's changed from the merit 20 years ago? Yeah. So, let's see. So, after high school, um, I, like, all my friends went on missions, and I was like, well, what do I do? So, went on a mission. <laughs> and then, actually, on my mission, like, helped me get study habits. So, when I came back, college was actually really easy for some reason. Like, I thought high school was was a challenge, but college was a lot easier. I learned how to study. I think paying for it too, right? makes a difference where it's like, I don't care with high school, but yeah. Oh, I gotta, you know, I'm paying for this. I should probably study. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I know there's the between Adam Watson and Bryson, like class clowns thing. So I actually had a, a chance to live with them, um, after my mission. So they were going to BYU and I was going to UVU. And Justin Bauman got married. And so he still had like a semester left on his like lease or something. So he hit me up and I'm like, yeah, I'll go move in. And I, I was working full time. I was doing full load of school. I was dating my wife long distance. She was up in Logan. And so I wasn't there a ton. Like I, I got there almost when everyone would go to sleep. And then I'd get, like leave before everyone wake up. Like it was just like that kind of thing. But living with those two, oh my gosh, was like the funniest thing ever. I didn't really know Adam in high school very well. But I remember like when he like I heard he was class clown, I'm like, oh, you know, I must be a funny guy. And then living with him, like, oh my gosh, is that guy funny. <laughs> you guys know how funny Bryson is. Yeah. But just like living with them was fun. There's some <laughs> there's some funny stories with that. So Bryson's kind of a hairy kid. And I remember being like How hairy is he? 
<laughs> this hair. <laughs> but I remember being like, Bryson, there's like hair all over in the bathroom and like like poking at him, you know? And then um, one of the nights I came home and he had like manscaped completely, but like <laughs> laid it out all nice, like on the toilet. Oh and it was so gross. It was so funny though. Like that's just Bryson, right? Like that type of prank and, and goofing off, but it's super funny. And then, and then Daryl was there too, um, Daryl Larson. And so he was doing like the nursing program. And it was always fun. He was doing these experiments. Like one time he had to go like take swabs of different things just to see how quickly the bacteria would grow. And we were always playing like Nintendo 64. I think Smash Brothers was like the thing that they were always playing. And I wasn't as great, but like Adam and Bryson, they can crush it. And so they would just dominate. But he would go around like swabbing all the things you think were super gross, but the grossest thing was the, the controller. controller. Yeah, it was so bad. Just people going to the bathroom, not washing, and getting it's like, there's no time. We got yeah, I gotta be Captain Falcon. <laughs> so that there's that. It was funny. There's been stories too where, like, you know, besides the experiments, you would like, you know, do other stuff with us, and so being in the back room with like your shirt off, and he's like touching you and then someone walks in and it's just like it's what it looks like <laughs> it's exactly what it looks like <laughs> he's doing some school project <laughs> it's for school it's for school I promise it's totally normal <laughs> so why does Daryl have a shirt on <laughs> you're not a nursing man it's for school <laughs> it's art <laughs> it's going to make his patient feel more comfortable <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but getting back to, like, how you've changed, though, like, you said, yeah, you have kind of your mission helped you study, like, Mission helped me, uh, I don't know, learn to stop being a jerk, too, and, like, being more, like, aware of people's feelings, learning empathy and stuff like that, so that's helpful. Um, and then my wife, uh, I met my wife, and she's, I mean, someone who can marry, be married to me has to be pretty amazing, and so, yeah, she's kind of my balance. She she's way optimistic. I'm actually pretty pessimistic. Right? Oh, really? And, and super sarcastic and she'll reel me in and, and help me out a lot. So I think that's been one of the biggest things helped me. And then three girls, I have to, have, you know, them for sure. Totally. Like kids in general. Like I love being a dad. Dadding is like my favorite. It just makes everything fun, right? You get to start over and you get to corrupt them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Project your views into them. <laughs> I think that just having kids in general, but I think having three girls, and now that they're like 10, 7, and 4, it's like you have like three girly girls. Are they are they girly? Do they, like what, what things do they like to do? What, is, what do you do, I do a lot of, with your girls? I do a lot of stuff with them that I would probably do with a, my, like a son if I had one, though. Um, like I love outdoors and so like fishing, like my girls love fishing and camping and that kind of stuff. Um, but no, we totally do like the girly stuff, like makeovers. Like I'll get my nails done and my hair done, (laughs) you know? Um, it's always fun with the guys who have daughters. I always ask them like, what's your favorite, you know, Tinkerbell movie? And like the best part is like everyone has one. Like mine's one of the pirate. Or like mine's the one when she gets her powers. That one's my favorite. So there's like that kind of stuff. Like right, like being with them and doing the kid things. Like yeah, this is fun. Changes you. Yeah, and then like there's a whole part of like seeing them grow up, and you want to make sure like they're happy. Like especially when they go to school, right? Making sure that they're not bullied or 
that they're able to learn the things being taught, you know, making sure to try to help them avoid maybe some of the things that I struggle with. Do you like, have you reached back to your parents and be like, Hey, sorry about, (laughs) sorry about when I was a kid. (laughs) That's funny. So it was actually on my mission, my first call home because it was like back then it was like Mother's Day and Christmas only. But it was Mother's Day. Yeah. And it was like, I just broke down. Like I was like a big baby and just crying and be like, I'm so sorry for being the worst kid ever. Because I put him through hell. Like my mom, like she was, my so my, my mom's side are all like doctors and have their masters and stuff like that. And so I was going to be this kid who didn't even graduate high school. And so, you know, the, the disappointment there. But she knew like how close to the line I was to not getting, like not being able to graduate. Like it was all leading up to this test. And so I, I had already gotten the test result that I had passed and I got my cap and gown and I actually laid it out like on her bed. And then I got home and I was just like playing Xbox or something. And she came in and she was just like, so, you know, how'd it go? What's the, like, what's the status? And I just pretend I'm like, I don't know, I didn't pass. I don't care. And I just made her <laughs> scene of like, it's so stupid anyways. And I'm, you know, whatever. And then she didn't say a word. She just looks like devastated and just like quietly, like, you know, goes up the stairs and goes down to her like bedroom. But then like the cap and gown's like sitting on her bed. So it was, it was fun to like just mess with her that way. But yeah, like I, I definitely put my parents through hell and um, that was my the opportunity to be like, I'm so sorry. You know, it's okay now. We're all good. I'm yeah. like envisioning that scene from Dumb and Dumber when they put, they had the hot sauce in the guy's burger. And they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your mom's like crying and so sad. <laughs> I got you, mom. <laughs> oh. I'm asking because I'm thinking like, do you see like any of your kids gonna have those kind of traits that you had? Like, are are you are you like They're goofy, which is fun. Like I love it. And like as they've been getting older, like they un- they understand my sense of humor more, which is awesome. And then, like, they're coming up with their own, like, jokes, you know, that are actually funny. And I don't know, it's fun. It's fun having even, like, crude little girls, right? Where they, and then, <laughs> I know, I try not to laugh too when, like, they get bit. I think sometimes they will do something funny and, like, they'll, ca- they'll get you. And you'll like to start laughing, but then the, you know you've just encouraged a whole bunch of like butt jokes, like because <laughs> like that's the one thing you laughed at, like genuinely, and they're like, got it, like <laughs> butt jokes, journal. <laughs> yes. Do you feel like you parent them in a way to to hopefully avoid some of those issues you ran into when you were in middle school and high school? Ah, uh, maybe. Do you think about? I don't that think or? about it too much, like intentional, but. So my parents were pretty strict. I think maybe overly strict um, when I was a lot younger, and so I give them a little more freedom to not, you know, hover too much, right? Because I feel like that's one of the things that maybe made me do that rebellious stage a little bit. But no, not really thinking of it. No, I mean, like looking at my parents now, it's like they're great and I feel like they did a good job. But yeah, I can't think of anything I do specific now to to try and avoid. Creating little merits. Just, <laughs> just pray. That's all yeah. I do. That doesn't happen. Yeah, but I mean, little merits are fine. It <laughs> <laughs> turned into big merits. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your big lessons? What do you think? What have you learned? I mean, you talked about like through your mission, you've learned to be more empathetic. 
obviously you were appreciating your parents and, and studying like, the stuff that you, yeah, you learned about studying. Um, what do you think? What else? Um, or you were talking about <coughs> with your wife, she being a big help to you too, but I don't know. Like, I, I think like you like with this podcast, like just realizing, coming to the realization that everybody has a story, right? And everyone's had some types of experiences to have made them the way they are. Right. And just to be understanding of that, especially like now, right. There's so much like division and hate and everyone's so polarized with their beliefs and views that they can't see anything else. And so I think that's something that's been good for me that that kind of change where it's just like, no, like I mean, back in high school, like everyone kind of had a groups, but later on, like none of that matters. And high school is like over and now everyone like has all these other things in common and, I don't know, just being like not judgmental, like and just understanding people quicker. I think that's been something that I've I've changed a bit, right? And trying to do that. Where do you think you've like when did you realize oh maybe I was being judgmental or like what are the things that in your life made you brought that change upon you? Mm, that's a good question. Um I don't know. I'm trying to think like back to anything with high school where it's like, I don't know. I think some of that stuff was like, if I did that, then, you know, maybe I'm not being true to myself or going to, you know, get treated differently. So maybe you'd avoid making certain decisions because of what other people think. Whereas now it's kind of like, you know, I like, I like who I've become and make my decisions based on that. Not so much worry about what other people think. That's hard to do back then, like high school, right? Like everything is based on like, what are people going to think of me if I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like high school kids can be brutal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you could do one thing wrong and it's just like that thing sticks. Yeah, not even high school, right? Like if you were the kid in elementary school who like pooped his pants, like that's forever. <laughs> what was it like being known as the kid who pooped his pants all through school? Super sucks. <laughs> no one wants to sit by you. Story time. You're always to your space. <laughs> what um what are some things, you know, at 35, 36 years old, what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. My kids. For sure, my family. I'm definitely passionate about that. Um, music. I like to just tinker, guitar, piano. There's things like I think would be fun to do differently back in high school, right? Like you guys did choir, right? Did both of you do choir? You did. Choir. I just do. Like my girl is my oldest girl is just in a musical. I'm like, dang! Like I think that would have been so fun. Like why didn't I? Why didn't I do that? So music's been something I really am drawn to. Have you always played the piano and guitar stuff like that? Like yeah. When you were a kid, did you learn those things? Yeah, and just kind of kept doing it. We're in a couple bands. Back in high school, one of them was the Electric Hamburglers with actually Shay Smith was and Sam uh, Nick Whitaker. Did Sam play Sam like was, or something? Sam's like incredibly good at guitar. So Sam still plays. We always talk about doing like a cover band. Like I think the band name was going to be Deadbeat Dads or something like that. We were so excited to like play birthday parties or something. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have you perform. <laughs> we'll try out. We'll try out. Um... What else am I passionate? I like I love the outdoors. It's been fun. I feel like I've been in Utah forever, and like took too long to like realize all the cool stuff that's here. 
just like camping, hunting, fishing. It's all so close. So it's been fun. Go out and enjoy nature. And you said you take your girls out to do a lot of that stuff with you? Yeah. Um, expose them to a lot of that kind of stuff, like archery and fishing. And they, they, they love it. And I, I even got like a part-time job at Cabela's a little while back because <laughs> the discount is like sick. It was like 45% off. Nice. And then like it would stack on clearance items. And I was like, yeah. And so it was like right by my um, job. So I'd go like at five in the morning and stock. And then I'd go like, I can't do it again because I spent way more than I earned. But <laughs> I've like, I made a pretty cushy like experience for the girls because my worry is like taking them camping and then it just sucking, right? Like it just being... A terrible experience that yeah. I never want to do it again. Yeah, to like <coughs> so make got, sure like, it's a good experience. Giant so not, like, tent yeah. and cots and <laughs> like a washing station and like a private bathroom thing, and, and so it's it's worked so far. They absolutely love it, so it's fun. Ah, that makes me want to go camping with you. <laughs> <laughs> this would be great. <laughs> no, that's so cool. Do we um, do we have any beef? We do have beef. And um, I know it's hard to believe with you and your adorable accent and everything, but uh, <laughs> definitely have beef. I don't know if you remember, but um, I actually, so I worked at a warehouse job back in high school and um, there's some Argentines that worked there. And I was like, teach me some Spanish. So they taught me like all the bad things to say. And I like, practiced and <laughs> it to memory of like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so great to learn these bad things to say. And so, um, go back to school and I was excited to tell you about it. And we were in seminary. <laughs> I had to pick the best place ever. And I was like, oh man, Gonzo. So I was sitting like right in front of you and I turned around and I like, and I tell you, like, I think brother price had already like started teaching you at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, well, whatever. I'm like, I like, this is really important. I need to, I need to share these uh, words that I've learned. And so I like said it, I don't even remember what it was. And I still remember your face was just like, Ooh, it's kind of like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and I was like, maybe I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> exactly. So I do that. Right. I say it louder. And then um, the best was Gonzo was like, Merritt, he's like, Brother Price speaks Spanish. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh no. And then I like kind of pause, you know, and I'm like, again, he's like teaching behind me, and I'm just like, and I'm like, well, maybe he didn't hear me. No, Brother Price like stops his lesson and he's all, no, I heard you. <laughs> Gonzo, you didn't laugh. Oh my god. Uh, those are awesome words I had learned. I'm, I'm so sorry, like, man. You guys have to be. But we're okay. We're cool now. Oh, I, apo now I apologize. I I've got all that makes sense why you would probably want to laugh. <laughs> Should have been like in Brother Goldheart's class or something. <laughs> he normally speaks Czech, so it would have worked. The best part is, though, of like with seminary and us being in seminary, do you remember your first Hooters experience? <laughs> no, but tell, tell me about it. You don't remember? <laughs> no. Because there's probably so many. He's been to Hooters so many times. Like, well, we, it was, we would have frequented in high school, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We thought we were so, we, so cool. we thought it was so cool. Yeah. So maybe it was your idea. I'm, maybe it wasn't even your first. I'm sure we're first. like, 
Yeah. Let's get some wings at this one place I know. <laughs> like John Cruz is just so sad. <laughs> but like one of the funniest experiences I remember is like we slept seminary to go to Hooters, which is like awesome and just in that that right there. It's like Mary, brother Price is at the table behind us. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be way cool. <laughs> so I think it was Anthony Cole, Justin Bauman, you and me, and we went to Hooters and it was like we had like it seemed I swear it was like your first time because it seemed like we were like so excited expecting to get right <laughs> yeah. like there's gonna be all these ladies everywhere. We go in, and of course it's like lunchtime, so like you're gonna get your lunchtime staff. We go in, and I thought Rachel was like wearing like a big shirt, and she was she was pregnant, and we're just like, okay, this is a little different than what we probably would have expected. <laughs> and uh, so we're there, but the, one of the best parts was Justin Bauman went to the bathroom. I don't know how we came up with it, but we're like, you know, be hilarious because Justin was kind of like shy and kind of quiet. Was like, let's tell, let's him, tell him that it's his birthday. <laughs> I don't know now, yeah. Oh my gosh! So we're like, this is genius. They're gonna come out and make a big scene for him. Well, I didn't realize that they were go over to the top. Yeah, they went over the top of this thing, this birthday. So he comes back and like, there's a birthday in the house, right? And so. All the Hooters girls get together. They get Justin. They take him to the front of the restaurant. Is they, he wearing a poncho? They, and like yeah, a, they put a poncho yeah. and a sombrero on him. Yeah. And they made him hula hoop. <laughs> yeah. The best part is, is Justin can't hula hoop to save his <laughs> life. So he like throws the hula hoop and just starts like aggressively pelvic thrusting in the air. <laughs> and like the hula hoop would just go straight to the ground. And the song was like long enough that he had to keep doing it. was doing very it. long, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think he attempted to hula hoop like four times or something like that, where it's just like pelvic thrusting in the Oh man. <laughs> That was awesome. Uh, yeah, we came up with like that. tons of yeah. memorabilia. We had like matchbooks and stickers and, and wings. We were like handing everything Way better out. than seminary. We were, yeah, we were handing everything out in the hall. It's like, we went to Hooters for lunch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. Oh, oh, I have a question. So I'm really sorry about all that. <laughs> I'm just like thinking back. You guys had the coolest dance move ever. I remember it dances, and I want to know, like, what inspired it. So, you would do, like, a swing dance move. But then, someone would, like, go between the other person's legs. And you would play each other's butts like bongos. (laughs) I think that's, like, a German, like, dance move. I think people, like, in Germany, like, in later on, wearing, like, lederhosen or whatever, like, I've seen it online, but I don't know. I learned that from my great grandpa, (laughs) (laughs) Rausch. I don't know where we got it from. We probably saw it like in some movie or something. Yeah, we must have seen it somewhere. I just remember it. It was incredible. It's like grabbing each other. Like, no, yeah, someone like grabs legs and then someone's bouncing up and then they're. Yeah, it was like a swing dance like, turned yeah. into butt bongos. And it was rad. <laughs> Reenact it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> no practice. The, the sound of it will be so yeah. good on the. Okay, yeah, grab my legs. What? And that's oh, <laughs> yeah, that's how you Just do it. Limber, <laughs> best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, I always worried about having like beef with the Rouches, the whole family. So when I gave my farewell talk, my bishop, I remember being like, "Well, I got to talk." And he's like, "You have to talk for thirty minutes." 
And I remember being like terrified and like being, I really have to speak for 30 minutes. So I planned a 30 minute talk and your grandparents had their homecoming the same day. Oh, really? <laughs> and <laughs> My I grandparents spoke were in your same ward the entire time that they didn't even get to have their homecoming. Like there was family there to see them. <laughs> and I took all the time and I was like, they didn't even get to speak. They had to like postpone it to another Sunday. Well, and the bishop didn't fault. like tug no. on your shirt or anything and no. say like, Mary, why would he tell, like, look wrap it up. Like, why did he tell me 30 minutes? And I'm not like mature enough to be like, oh, clock says this. I should probably wrap it up. Like I was like, you probably minutes. thought you needed the, the experience of speaking. <laughs> Watch this and see how long he goes. <laughs> so I, I feel bad. So sorry. He's dead now. So he's probably fine. For your family, maybe pissed. They're like, I had to go to church more than I needed to. You got to church like, I had to go to the twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you were sitting up on the stand when they came the back. Next. <laughs> I didn't get to finish my talk last time. I have another 10 minutes. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, there's been many times that I wanted to say stuff, but my grandma spoke the whole time. Okay. So so I got to be a little lucky. Okay, stick like it a, to him. Yeah, so she got a taste of her own medicine. <laughs> she loves to talk. <laughs> I love you, grandma. She still listens. <laughs> She, yeah, we have some over 60-year-old listeners. That's awesome. Oh, they were, yeah, they lived right across the street from Bryson. That's where we were hiding when we toilet papered his house. So That's funny that you guys toilet papered his house. I remember toilet papering Bart's house. And I was like, <laughs> that was the first time I'd like ever toilet papered. And I was like so, I was like, it was that high. It was like carried all <laughs> right, the way through yeah. the weekend. And then my like genius plan was like, oh crap, Bart's going to think it was me for no reason. <laughs> I should probably go be like, what happened? Did you get toilet paper? I got toilet paper too. Did you toilet paper me? <laughs> but I remember the Genius. best part though. What is that? We actually like had done like shaving cream too. Like we were like, you know, put, like putting shaving cream all over. <laughs> and I remember going over, uh, Bryson's like, um, he's like, you know, we're, we're like spraying and, and, um, I go around and I'm like, what'd you write? And he's like, what? He's like, I just did designs. And I was like, oh, I wrote swear words. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was just like really enjoying it. <laughs> Let's go break something. <laughs> but, but, but all over. F you, Bart. Oh, the worst part is like, so I, I moved in with my parents and I was oh living with them. And they're now in Bart's parents' ward. Oh, yeah. Right? And they're like the sweetest people. And I played pickleball against them. And they are so freaking good. Older people are so good at pickleball. I don't know if you guys play, but don't play old people. They make you feel bad. They don't have to move very fast. They don't move at all because they just are like so accurate with their hits. Any old person that listens, uh, there's a standing. I think I can kick any old person's butt out there. I I definitely can play better than an old person. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm ready, I'm ready <laughs> to see you <laughs> beat Joe Staker. <laughs> I can hit a I would just hit the ball at right them. at the old people at and them. win. <laughs> they would just be like, wow, wow. Yeah. That's not how you play, Gonzo. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Steve, do you, do you have any beef with Mary? I don't. I, I don't have any beef. No beef. But thank you. I, I, I feel glad that. Do you feel better that we have? Oh, my God. Yeah. You uh, laugh now. I wish I knew that I could remember the, the Spanish words that I learned. <laughs> that class was that's so funny. fun. I think, was that also when we... Did you ever play Crotch Bottle? I swear like seven years like a while this stuff happened. Well, no, maybe. What's Crotch Bottle? Crotch Bottle was we would lay on our backs and we put our feet together and you could only look up and you couldn't protect yourself. We'd have like a bottle, like a 20-ounce soda and like 
you have to have a little bit still in it. So it's kind of like flipping the bottle, and you just try to throw the bottle and hit each other in the balls. We would call that uh, Hacky Sack Mekong Attack. Oh my yes. gosh, that's like, <laughs> awesome. And you would lay down, and then, but if the Hacky Sack hit the ceiling, then you could block it. But as long as it didn't hit the ceiling, then it's fair play. See, with these things happening, I don't know if it's just coincidence that this is something guys do, <laughs> or is that like, did we somehow morph that into this bottle game? I feel like there's lots of examples of us just throwing stuff at each other's nuts. <laughs> and, like, not being allowed to protect ourselves. I don't like there's, like, PTSD, like, after high school of not, like, anytime anyone kind of comes there, you're always, like, protecting. I think you know someone's going to tap you. Ninth grade and maybe through sophomore year, for some reason, like, we were, like, hitting each other, like, that was the form of play, like, hitting each other in private, like, a ton. And, like, sometimes it was really sore. You're like, oh, that really hurts. You're like, what the heck? That kind of makes it funnier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the gun. It's, like, curled into a ball. Like, well, some fun. people, like, I remember, and this is, I hope you listen, like, Scott Embley, like, John Drew hit him so hard that it was going to go to blows. Like, he wanted to, like, bite John Drew. <laughs> I remember that. Like, it was like, why did you hit him so hard? Well, Scott Emily was sitting down just enjoying himself, like, full spread. And then just John Drew walks by and just, like, hits him really hard in, in the crotch. And then, like... <laughs> First, like, Scott was writhing in the floor for, like, five minutes, and then after he was so upset, he was gonna, like, he wanted to fight him. I remember that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, those ones Scott sent in a voice memo. <laughs> yeah. Please. I like the ones that are, like, memorable. I remember one where, like, I think Nick Whitaker had hit Kenny, and then Kenny, like... He uh, uppercut him like as hard as he could, <laughs> and like Nick, like I, oh man, I thought he was gonna like be peeing blood. Like it was such a good one. Um, uh, Merritt, do you have a? Uh, do you have anything? I know you were you were either looking at text or you had some notes that you'd taken. Yeah, is there anything else you want to like mention? Anything um, you need to talk about? No, it was like I said, uh, the cast, like you had right, everyone that's had their episode. There's like some really cool stories. Like, I want to go back and listen a lot more, but, like, you guys just had Lee on, right? Yeah. And that kid is, like, amazing at photography. Like, I don't social media a ton, but, like, sometimes I'll jump on and, like, people will pop up. And, like, I've seen some of his stuff and, like, holy crap, he's super talented. Or, like, I, I, so I've listened to the April Fool's one with um, Adam and Bryson with uh, uh, you know, Alyssa. She's hilarious. Like, she should be like, funny. Like, it's really funny. So, they did a great job. So... That's been good. And then you had, like, um, Bobby Hits on. There's a funny story with him with, like, we went up snowboarding, and it was, like, Kenny, me, and him. And then, like, we got someone else. It was um, Sam's little brother, Jeremy, and we came back. But Bobby took us up in his Mustang. And I don't know how the crap he did it. <laughs> we fit four of us with all of our gear and snowboards. But the way we got down the mountain is we had to roll down the window and stick him out, like, like an airplane wing. Mm. <laughs> it was like crazy. I still don't know how we did it, how we got everyone down. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, like, Just call out? Gassing through the, pushing gas through the turns. I just think like, got air a little bit. <laughs> that period of time, it's like, that stuff, like nowadays, you'd have pictures and videos and like all these memories of it. It's like back then, it's like all we have is just like memories. I know. We didn't have all these smartphones, and it's like a lot of people didn't have cell phones, or if they did, they either didn't have a camera, or it's like this pixelated <laughs> mess. 
You know, it's just funny how different times are now because it's like, whenever I see something funny, I'm like, take a picture of that, send it to Gonzo. (laughs) Look at my poop. (laughs) I did that in my mission all the time. It's awesome. Send it to my buddies, and that, like, I have to go get it developed. (laughs) (laughs) Some film. Bryson was great in that, too. Like, I I pooped one time, and it was like, it was the perfect S, right? (laughs) I sent it to Sam, and like, all I wrote in the back was, S is for Sam. Stupid. Yeah, but I had a phone. Yeah, we need more stuff that we can't capture. Such a like so much effort for that joke. <laughs> so disappointed, right? I had to get a stamp. I had to get a picture. I had to get the film. Yeah, all that. I guess we had digital camera at least, but there was a lot of effort, and I sent it from one country to another. <laughs> Jeez, vacation. Yeah. That's funny. The male people, you know how they always open your letters that are like looking through. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't money. He's <laughs> like shaking their head with disappointment. <laughs> well, missionary letters are always like this. <laughs> Mine, are always, Mine were always like that. It was fun to do. Is there anyone you want to hear from next? I feel like now that we've shared the Hooter story about Justin and probably let him share his side of the story. Um, but yeah, I mean, him and, and he married Whitney Maurer, so it might be fun to hear. A double F? Yeah, like a, like the Prues. Let's hear from the Bowmans. So I, I'd like to call them out. Do you think, where, does he live in Eagle Mountain? He, uh, no. <laughs> but that uh, you should still invite him over. Yeah, I'll okay. see him at like the Riverton Vasa. Like, he used to live ago. in Saratoga Springs. Um, but now he's out in, I want to say, like, holiday? No, that's not far. No, that bad. I mean, like, we could just do a Zoom call. Yeah, that's no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have Justin and Winnie on. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. They've got super cute kids, and they're doing good, so I think it'd be fun to hear from them. Cool. Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? No. No? Uh, Nothing. Costco. I promote Costco. Have you guys ever had their... Chicken pot pie. That's really good. Isn't it? Their big webs are on sale four dollars off right now. Yeah. I like have you had the Costco carne asada? Yes. It's like already like marinated in a pack. Just throw it on the grill and then like cut it up and have like tacos. I freaking love that. See, this is the best part where I'm like I'm embracing the age, right? I'm closer to forty than I am like anything and Costco is awesome. They're not shopping in bulk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the one thing, so so on Friday we went to shopping and, and then we had dinner there. We're like, buck 50 hot dogs? Shoot. It's like, feed the kids? Like, so cheap. Get an ice cream. Get a churro. Yeah, no, we got Go that. nuts. We got that stuff too. Yeah, I know. Like, right? yeah, ice cream. Whatever you want. It's like, we're spending less money I'm than if we went to McDonald's. Ever. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't even like, You want your own slice of pizza? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go get a Costco membership. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. Do it. Do it. Don't even question it. <laughs> and sign up for auto renewal because they give you crap. I think. That's true. I'm going to big check every I don't know why I know so much about Costco, but I love Costco. My, my daughter, when they put the new one in in Saratoga, like, we're like, we're going to Costco. And now she's got it in her mind that it's her Costco. So we even like reference this. We're going to your Costco. She gets so excited. Okay, that's where I always 
Philip, really? The gaffles are bad cheaper. I know, I'm like, guys, we're going to Costco, and they're like, no! (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) Go-gurt samples, come on! Merritt, thank you so much for coming over. Yeah, it was fun to hang out with you guys. Awesome. It was really fun. I hope to see more of you guys. Yeah. Especially with how close you are. I heard we're having a party at Cody's house. Yeah. Let's do it. He's hosting and everything. He's hosting... We don't have to bring anything because nope. he said he, he'll get all the food. All. Yeah. That's really nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Cody. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Cody. Oh, perfect. No, thanks, Mayor. Yeah, thanks a lot. Really, really good catching up with you. Yeah, this has been awesome. So, Steve, we just got done talking to Mary. What are your thoughts? I loved it, and I didn't think the ginger beer was gross. You know what? I didn't think it was gross either. I don't know what uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but maybe it's because I had a whole bunch of ice in my cup. I think it's because uh, Merritt knows up. Yeah, maybe I was just wrong. <laughs> I think it was a different brand than one different I had. Brand. Um, but to be serious, no, I thought it was great. Like he's still funny. He's a funny guy, um, but it's really fun to hear him talk about how he was in middle school and high school and. I didn't know any of those types of things. Like he didn't almost go to Jordan even when he talked about all those packets, like Natalie had that same kind of experience. She almost didn't graduate high school. She had like her and her friends. Like when he brought up that he's like, Hey Bryson, help me with this packet. Like Natalie for real had her family and friends helping her do like multiple packets and barely graduated high school like by the skin of her teeth. And just envisioning that and then seeing how... He was too busy having fun. I know, having a good time. But I think it's just really cool to go from that, how he described it, to hearing him talk about it. Because we talked before we even started. Like He just like loves his family. He talked about camping and taking them out to do stuff. And and it's just really fun to see how he turned into like this... That he's still funny. Still a funny guy. Just but, a dorky uh, dad. Yeah, but I was just like a dorky dad and... Stories about Tinkerbell and his favorite Tinkerbell movie, uh, but it's just fun to see. The that. Pirate Fairy is the the best Tinkerbell movie, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the change. I love the change, and I think it's a common theme. It's just like we've all grown up, you know, and just to see how he has has grown up and what he you know he does things not because he cares at all what people think, but because he likes things and wants to do what he wants to do for him and for his family, and I th- I think that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that too, and I, and I did really wonder, like, where did his positive attitude come from, you know? And it, and it's just like, it's kind of who he is. Like, even though he was, you know, having a hard time, and then he felt sorry, like, for putting his parents through, yeah. you know, a hard, like, early adolescence. But you know, it's like deep down, he's just a a fun person that, that wants to have a good time and, you know, wants to spread joy. You even mentioned like, Oh, you know, it's like, I regret, you know, sometimes you're doing it at the expense of someone. And I know what that's like. And it is, you know, it's always better to just laugh with people. You know? And no, I, I loved it. It was, it was great. And just like he said, I, I, I want to see him walk. We're just like down the street he plays pickleball. I love pickleball. Let's like go to the park. I and we've done this before. Of like swap out, let the kids run around, and then some people are watching the kids while other people are like playing a match or two. Yeah. Like I'd love to get him in on that. Done. We'll have to text him <laughs> for sure. If you'd like to be on the podcast, send us an email. 
jordanhigh2004podcast at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from anybody. He mentioned some people, like, I'd love to hear from Kenny Jones or Bart Baxter. And I'd love to get those. Sam Smith. On. Yeah, Sam Smith, for sure. So, <laughs> yeah, Phil Paloa, please, come on. <laughs> <laughs> or if, even if people, if you don't want to be on, it'd be fun to hear. Like, if you want to send in a voicemail or send, like, shoot us a message, like, what you think about it. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to hear from people because it, it was fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.